priestess, visionary, and pioneering healer. Disruptive consciousness is where truth is medicine, where freedom is the revolution and disruption is the currency. Disruptive consciousness is for limitless seekers of more, more freedom, more expansion, and pure fucking truth. Disruptive consciousness will light a fire within you, activate you, awaken you, and accelerate you on your spiritual journey and evolutionary path. Disruptive consciousness is for those who crave freedom, expansion, self-illumination, self-evolution, and sacred power from within. Disruptive consciousness is for those who crave a life less ordinary, a limitless and expansive life where disruption is the catalyst for revolutionary transformation through the medicine of truth. Welcome to the Disruptive Consciousness Revolution. Hey, cosmic souls, this is Leanne Juliet from Disruptive Consciousness, where truth is medicine, freedom is the revolution, and disruption is the currency. And I am so excited to be joined today by my guest, Angel Quintana from Sacred Anarchy. Um, Angel is a mentor of mine. She is somebody who's really opened my eyes to the occult, which was something that I was interested in anyway. She's got such a deep, deep knowledge of Satanism and the occult <laughs> and the dark elite. So disclaimer, obviously this is disruptive consciousness. The purpose of disruptive consciousness is to disrupt the fuck out of you. If you are easily triggered or easily offended, then my channel is not for you. But this is the, the purpose of disruptive consciousness is to offer you a, dis, a disruptive message to trigger you and to activate you so that you can expand your consciousness. It's here to offer you a different perspective to one that you might have at the moment. And the idea is that when we are triggered by something, there's some truth there that wants to come through. So we are going to be talking about Satanism. We're going to be talking about the dark cult and we're going to be talking about one of my passions of angels, which is Babylonian money magic, which is such a mind fuck and will blow your mind. So if you're willing to be triggered or willing to like come to the dark side and be disrupted, then obviously carry on watching and listening. So I'll pass it over to you, Angel, if you just want to introduce yourself. I'm just like, where did the interest in, you know, we chatted and everything, but where did the interest in the occult really come from and then what's led you on to like satanism because that is such a a mind fuck of a subject and people think that oh these celebrities or elites are like just devil worshippers but that is not the thing and that was some, something that i learned in your series a great rebirth part of sacred anarchy that there's actually some satanism in all of us and we don't we're so unconscious to it and i was like oh my god like this information is so disruptive and so powerful and so so much truth that I believe that everyone needs to understand this so that they can actually start to shift their lives so do you want to like start with like how you came to be like I'm gonna learn about satanism and like dive into that you know it's so funny I never thought I would have an interest in learning about satanism or 
I've, I mean, even in my early years of going to youth group or whatever, more for a social thing than anything that I would even be exploring that. But, you know, since nine years old, I remember doing cartwheels on my front lawn and having the questions in my mind of like, what are we doing here? What is the point of this? And how come nobody's talking about this? And it was just something that, you know, was always just sitting there in my consciousness. And I, and obviously I started studying astrology, like at a really young age at 14, I had my, my girlfriend's mom read my birth chart and I was hooked, read all the books, just got really into that. And I, I really think though, that during nine 11, I think that's really when I started going, okay, so there's definitely something, uh, nefarious going yeah. on here. And I remember watching some home videos about nine 11 and I was like, okay, there's something deeper here. And I think that, and that, you know, was many, many years ago, but mm-hmm. that stuck with me. And, um, as I, you know, started a business after business, after business and became, you know, successful quote unquote, um, from a monetary standpoint, you know, growing up without money and being hungry. And, you know, I'm, I've always been a very grassroots person. So when I started to make money, you know, I thought that was the goal, you know, that was the American dream to have your own business and be making money and all of this. And I'm like, yeah. Right. And I'm like, that's what we're taught is to be successful is the amount that's in your bank. And that is not true at all. And you can see all these like entrepreneurs online and coaches and influencers. And everyone's like, look at my Gucci handbag. Look at how much cash I've banked and everything. But that is so fake that that's what was sold. So exactly. And I bought into it. You know, I, bought, yeah. I thought, oh my gosh, as long as I am self-sufficient, not dependent mm. on a man, I can make my own money that I'm going to be happy and thriving. And, and that was not the case. I felt mm. that I had a bunch of money. I had everything I wanted. I could shop. I could do all these things but I was not satiated. Not only was I in the wrong marriage and I had a health condition, those were some symptoms that I was definitely not on the right path, but mostly it was just a feeling of unsatisfaction. Like it just wasn't enough for me. So that was where the inside job became very uh, important next phase in my evolution as a a person, as a human being. And uh, it wasn't until... I really started to change my relationship with money. And that started with understanding what is money. Mm. And uh, that led me down an entirely uh, new rabbit hole. hole. But I didn't even know what I was getting. It's a whole warren of like warren after warren. It's like a massive tunnel, isn't it? Yeah. And so that led me to uh, Babylonian money magic, which is a slave system. It led me to Satanism. So I just started, you know, studying these dark occult uh, practices, if you will, um, and just seeing what, the, like, where did this come from? What is the purpose of it? And how is it affecting our society today? And that was where I realized that money is a slave system Mm. to keep you in your lower self to keep you uh living life through your ego letting your ego be the voice for you and it leaves the higher self completely out of the equation 
which is also when you come back to like the education it's like we're programmed literally from birth like in order to be successful quote unquote um you have to get good grades you have to study hard you have to do well it's all about the the doing and the success and that results and grades and money and status equate to success and that is so much bullshit and but we're we're programmed so like you see it in school and they're like oh be be a, a good little student be an obedient little slave and do the work and obviously I'm battling with that at the moment with my seven-year-old in like a mainstream school I'm like this is so much bullshit like like how you're conditioned to be the obedient little slave so that you go and then work and you be an obedient little worker and you commit and give your energy and your life force to a job which doesn't satisfy you you leaves you feeling shit leaves you feeling broke and then you retire and then you die I'm like <laughs> where is the energy where's the life in that but my belief is obviously that earth is a school and we come here to learn and we come here to evolve and to ascend and everything. But I've long been feeling that earth has also become a slave system, which has been depending on what rabbit hole you want to go down or what theory you want to believe, but it's become a slave system, an energetic slave system that is of whoever's wanting to harness people's energy so that we don't wake up or so that we don't become evolved. And so information like this around like the dark occults and Satanism and everything and, and Babylonian money magic is such a, a mind fuck because it's there to unhook you from the matrix programming and take you on a different route. And there'll be people watching this or listening to this, but oh yeah, you're a fucking conspiracy theorist. But yeah, that's something that people throw out there when they're not willing to look at the truth. And sure, there's like bullshit out there anyway, but there's so much truth out there and I didn't go down the 9-11 rabbit hole until two years ago I still believed 9-11 until 2020 and then I went down I was like oh now now I see it so, so how did you like start to open up to like studying about satanism like what was it that was like you need to learn this because that's not something that people think when you know especially in spiritual community oh I need to understand about satanism it's not something that I was drawn to until I had a client a couple of years ago who experienced satanic abuse which opened my eyes mm-hmm. to that I was like right this is a rabbit hole that I need to go down and obviously I'm being intuitively guided to do that I mean I've met you as well which you're talking about it so it's something that is part of my journey to really understand so like where did that all start well I guess I want to start like make a disclaimer here about the difference between Satan and Satanism. Mm. And I think that's maybe a good place to begin because I too have listened to podcasts of people who have gone through Satanic abuse. And I guess I want to start with the definition of Satan, first of all, because if we're going to get to the the foundation Mm. of of Satanism, we need to understand what Satan actually is. And it just means adversary, someone who resists and is in opposition of something else. So if you really think about it, you and I are both Satans, right? We're, <laughs> we're opposing the, the mainstream yeah. narrative. Yeah. We're trying to yeah. unhook and disrupt people to get them into another level of consciousness. Yeah. So Satan has kind of got, in my opinion, has gotten a bad rap <laughs> because 
Anton LaVey, which was actually the man who wrote the Satanic Bible, but yeah. he was actually commissioned by someone else. So it's just actually, a puppet. Yeah, it's yeah, just a puppet. Yeah. So he yeah. wrote this Satanic Bible. So I was like, well, you know, if I'm going to understand the, 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 the mindset of the dark occultists, of the dark magicians. And I love that dark magician. That's just, running. Yeah. They are running the show here. Mm the Babylonian, you know, uh, money magic magicians, um, uh, then we have to see how they took a word and made it this church of Satan, right? So, you know, if we, it's kind of like, you know, the religion has made, is demonized Satan and the devil and all these things. But I really just see, you know, Satan and the devils and the demons as a way to look at our shadows. I don't see them as anything scary, but when you look at Satanism and the pillars and the tenets of what that organization had created, it's really to keep people in the lower self to, to do whatever you want, no matter, you know, if it hurts someone else, as long as it's benefiting you and what you desire, then it's all good. Yeah. And there's much more tenants and pillars to it. But if you go to their website, it's all out there. There's nothing secret about satanism there's it's not like the illuminati or freemasonry it's like it's it's all on the website you can buy the book it's it's all you know available to the public so when i started studying that and i'm like oh my gosh i started to realize within myself oh my gosh i had been satanic (laughs) you know or or practicing satanism yeah yeah, yeah. because i was just you know doing things for my own personal lower self desires, like making money and being successful and all these things. And I think that's when I started to realize, wow, we're, we're, we're turning into a new age where, you know, if you're not for the greater good, if you're not going to raise in consciousness, you're going to be left behind. And so that was where you really started. I started looking in the mirror and being like, okay, well, if I'm going to, you know, do what I say I'm doing, which is to serve light leaders and help them to lead movements and all these things, then I need to make sure that I'm, I'm checking off where I'm still, you know, have the puppet strings attached to myself. And so that led me down to looking at the actual history of money. And that's when I stumbled upon a book called the creature of Jekyll Island Yes, by uh, Edward Griffin. And that was several years ago, it's probably about four years ago now. And I, my mind was freaking blown that these guys got <laughs> together on a secret Island off of Georgia and started planning out how the federal reserve was going to be created and all, all the, all mm. the drama that it, they went through to get that passed where the federal reserve and the government would come together and, you know, create this fake bank called the federal reserve, which is really just a, uh, a building where the government can, you know, say, Hey, I need this much money. And then they'll just give them the fake money and then they'll disperse it and and Mm. use it to build whatever they want to. And that's how it eventually gets into the hands of you and I. So the government gets this big chunk of money from the federal reserve. They start 
using it for projects, who knows what they're using it yeah. for. And then it yeah. ends up in the banks and we end up taking loans out. And now we're in the system. Now we are in the Babylonian slave system where we go in and we use, a, we apply for a credit card or we get a mortgage or we finance a car or we take out a loan for our businesses, right? All these things mm. that I did when I first started my entrepreneurial journey in my early twenties is like, making sure to get that SBA loan. And I, I believe in myself. So I'll just take out some credit cards. Yeah, you know, yeah. I was playing into this whole thing. And, you know, I lived in San Francisco where everybody was, you know, tech money. This was all about investors and all this other stuff. So it was always like use other people's money to build your, I mean, it was all impregnating. And so, and I, you know, once, and I'm a grassroots person, you know, mm -hmm. I, I grew up with not very much money at all and hungry and all these things. So I was always kind of scrappy. So it was kind of unusual that I had made the choice to go this other route where I could have just maintained, started small, been grassroots like I am now, instead of going down the money magic way of taking out loans and loans and loans until I had gotten myself into extravagant credit card debt, yeah. because I believed in my, my dream, you know, yeah, the dream that, that, <laughs> yeah. that I, that I definitely swallowed the Kool-Aid about. Right. So I take full responsibility yeah. for that. But, um, once I realized that this money that's being loaned out is accumulating interest, but you have to remember where did that money come from? Mm. That money was created out of just created thin air. It's like when thin we say, air. oh, we've just, we've just, we've just, I don't know. We've just borrowed an extra trillion off the bank of England. Where did that come from? Like they've just literally just created it. Oh, we're going to, it's like just creating a fake check. Like in the, that's oh, exactly it's correct. Just a fake check. And like in the whole, the secret and people who, who still buy into the secret, write out a, a, a check from the universe and how much is the universe going to pay you. That's all they're doing is, oh, we need this amount of money because we're going to fund this and we're just going to create it. But where, where, where's it coming from? Then you and I end up paying for it through taxes Tax, or increased, increased fuel prices or increased energy prices. I mean, we're getting shafted in the UK right now with like energy and everything and they're like oh yeah you just need to like deal with it and there's nothing we can do we're like well there is you you know you stop privatizing it and stop funding the shareholders but that's just another story well and they get you you know not only with the loans and you know the inflation and the tax but then they get you uh by you know collecting your paycheck not only mm. do they take payroll taxes and you pay you sales tax, tax <laughs> but you're also, they offer you 401k. They offer you these packages where you're now investing in the stock market, which a lot of those, you know, 401ks are just going right back into the Bab yeah. Babylonian money magic system where you're investing in their stocks. So, so this 401k, like that's the pension, isn't it? That's how yes, we would say it in the UK. Pension, yeah, it's exactly. Like, yeah, Teachers, yeah. firemen, yeah, yeah. policemen, yeah. all of that money that you think you're, you know, make your, it's setting you for life, but you don't know where, it, what is it being invested in? Are you looking at where those mutual funds are and you're seeing what you're supporting? And that's it's all the stock doing, market, isn't it? That's, that's yeah. how it is. Yeah. Babylonian money magic is the stock market. Yeah, yeah. The stock yeah. market is part of the whole game. 
So we, you know, to take full responsibility, it's not only around your mindset and your addiction to money, but Mm -hmm. now look at who do you bank with? You know, Mm -hmm. where are you investing your money? Where, you know, how much interest and tax are you paying on top of something that was, they're not doing anything. They're not lifting one Mm. finger of labor to, to be able to tax you. They're not doing anything. And that is called usury. Yeah. Usury where they're basically, you know, using money as a way to, to make more money by doing nothing. Yeah. Zero. And I think that's the thing. It's not here. We're not here to like demonize money per se and say, oh, like there's you know, so much trauma in especially with spiritual people like, oh, I can't charge for my services. And why can't you just give it away for free? Like Jesus did. Jesus still got paid in fish and foot washing or whatever it is they got paid in. But um, it's not to demonize money per se. It's 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 understanding the energy of money and that it is okay to receive for your services it is okay to um d- receive a financial reward but it, it's more about the when people become addicted to money equating you know success or you well it's a motivator see that yeah, was yeah. the problem so like when you're motivated by money by money i want to yeah, yeah. make fifty thousand dollars i want to be a millionaire i want to you know, whatever, triple my, my, my investments, right? When you start to think like that, that's what we've been taught. That's like strategic. That's you being smart about your finances. But instead think about like, for me, when I am launching a new product, I'm thinking about that money is going towards the sacred anarchy store, uh, store that I want to open to build community. So you have to, you can't just want money like for what like what is money actually anyway if you're not you don't you want to use it for for the greater good you want to use it to improve you know your quality of life fine but a lot of people I don't even think like a lot of people who have money I don't know that they're using it for that I mean a lot of times it's just frivolous you know stuff yeah they say that people that win the lottery they end up broke within five years of getting depressed or alcoholics or whatever because they just they don't know how to understand the energy of it and I actually did I channeled a um a podcast episode I'll link it I'll link it in the show notes but I channeled a podcast episode I think it was last year around money and the neutrality of money and it's coming from a place of the shadow energetics of money because we're taught to especially in like and I'm gonna gonna harp on about the secret and the bullshit of all of that because you talked with manifestation law of attraction that oh you find a penny on the floor you're gonna celebrate it and do a little happy dance yeah you've got a penny but and you're taught to celebrate having money in, in your hands in your bank account because it allows you to do this but when you don't have it, if you can't hold the free, what I was channeling on is if you cannot hold the frequency of neutrality when it comes to money, then when you have it, you're going to be excited. When you don't have it, you're going to be stressed and fearful. And the, the key is to actually be in a neutral state that, oh, a new clients just signed on. Awesome. This amount of money is just pinged into my bank account. Awesome. I don't have this to be able to pay for this. That's cool. That's fine. This this is magic, isn't it? Which is you know the whole ethos of of what sacred anarchy is 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 magic with a K, and yeah. and all of that. And it's just the energy of 
of money and it's not to again not to demonize it but I I mean I've never when you said about being motivated I've never been motivated by money and I thought I was weird for being like that as an entrepreneur you've got people putting out posts about oh I just banked this amount or I've just signed this or this amount and I was like it feels icky to me and obviously I understand why now because I'm not motivated by it I'm motivated by transformation and the good that that comes from you know from working with people or giving back to others like I've just added onto my own website disruptive consciousness about the charities that I'm going to be supporting through disruptive consciousness because I want to give to others through through what I'm receiving and I'm all for doing stuff like that rather than I'm going to go I'm going to flash my own you know my, my brand new handbag or or this or like you see so many influences and like the whole Kardashian um influence of just flashing the cash which then just creates this I don't know it's just icky for me to to see all of that what money actually is is it is an egregore Mm. money is an egregore and the more that our energy is feeding the egregore so an egregore is basically like a an inorganic organism, right? It's something, it's an entity, it's an entity. And so you get enough people feeding the entity, Mm. what happens it is. And then so the entity starts to become very powerful, even Mm. more powerful than the initial person who created it initially. It starts to take on a life of its own. And so that's what happens if we're feeding something and then it's now energetically controlling those who are feeding it. So that you are in this hustle mentality and and grinding and trying to earn the money and you're you're wanting to accumulate, you know, wealth from a a superficial standpoint, uh, then you're feeding something that is harming the greater good because you're feeding something that's actually not healthy yeah right it's not a healthy level of consciousness because it's actually artificial intelligence right an egregore is an artificial intelligence so you're letting artificial intelligence run your world when you are feeding into money it's so true and people become so addicted to like you say this this fake substance because we're, we're conditioned by it. And I, I always thinking, I'm thinking of this, um, obviously I've got a seven-year-old, so I do, even though I know the truth about Disney, I do still have a Disney channel because she, she looks like princesses, but there's a really cool film called Soul on the Disney channel, which, and he goes into the astral realm, which obviously speaks to me because I astral travel. And there's these little lost souls who are like, you know, shrouded in like dark energy and they're like running around like, I'm just muttering to themselves. And they end up breaking them free. And this guy just pings down to his desk and he's like, I don't need this job anymore or something. And he just, you know, flings his desk away because he was so consumed by the grind. And it always reminds me of that when you talk about like people just were just consumed by must make more. I need more, more. I need, 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 need more. And it's always that, it's coming from a place of lack energetically, but it's also feeding that beast system, as you mentioned, that egregore, because it's how we're conditioned that money buys this and money does this and blah, blah, blah. But it's not, it's not about that. It's like, what can you do in the world? And it's not about not having things, but it's, it's how are you serving, serving others? 
what they've done, the, the Babylonian magicians, right? The dark occultists, when they created this concept of money, they wanted to get people into the system, right? Mm -hmm. The system of earning money. So how do they do that? They create corporations, they create jobs, they get you in the academics to prepare you for you working for the man. And what that does is it segregates you from your creativity, right? So people that go and they, you know, get doctorates and they get masters and they get all these academic degrees, they are now the perfect candidate to go and work for the system, right? Mm -hmm. To go work for these conglomerates and these big businesses and the stock market and whatever. But what they are missing is the creative. So the creative is the chaos, right? So we've got the feminine, which is the chaos, and we've got the masculine, which is the order, right? So they want to keep you on a pattern. This is called the right-hand path. The right-hand path has a pattern that is already created for you. So that's what they've done. They created a pattern, Mm -hmm. an order, a structure, a system, and said, this is how we're going to shape people to go follow in this pattern. But if you, that segregates you from the feminine. So the feminine is where all the messiness is. Think about a painter and just painting everywhere. The masterpiece, trying to figure out your own pattern. Yeah. And this is so, this is what happened to me. I was so in the right-hand path of following the pattern of even entrepreneurship, right? Mm. Of how I'm going to do this. And so it segregated me so far from my feminine that one day I woke up and said, on paper, I am very successful, but why am I not satiated? And the answer for that is because it's not your pattern. If you truly want to feel successful, you have to swim in the chaos. You have Mm -hmm. to find your own pattern. And then when success comes from that pattern, then you will feel satiated. Yes. I love that so much as well, especially in like the business world, because there's, and this is something that I've had to unhook from, like I've been in my business, what, four four years now. And there's so much conditioning around the rules of business. I've actually channeled an idea this week. I'm going to be launching a new podcast the disruptive CEO. And I was like, fucking love it, obviously. Um, (laughs) But there's so much conditioning there. Like, this is how you do business. And you've got the the likes of, what is it? Grant Cardone and his, whatever it is, five five things to do in the morning, whatever he does. Um, But it's so, it conditions people. Like you do this for business. And I've had mentors before who've said, oh, you need to have this strategy and this system. And you know, do it like this and message all these people. And I was like, oh, it just feels icky. And it's just, everyone's like following this logical path. And I'm over here, you know, I'm here to disrupt. I play with the energetics of destruction and chaos. That is my method of of healing is destruction and chaos and trying to box myself into doing it like this and like this and having mentors who were so wrong for me, but obviously I take full responsibility for that because I wasn't trusting myself who said oh you need to you know if we're going to do some Facebook lives and you know, you've got to got to keep it to five minutes Leanne land the plane I'm like I can't land the fucking plane I channel and I talk and everything we're like keep it to five minutes I'm like why 
you're disrupting my magic here. Like the magic is in the chaos and the creativity, but there's so much programming in business. And then people wonder why they can't be successful because we're, we're, we're measuring ourselves against other people and what works for them. But if they're, if they're happy on that right-hand path and logic works for them and whatever, and that, you know, they monitor their success by how much they're earning, then great. You crack on. But if you are a disruptive entrepreneur, if you are a disruptive CEO, if you are somebody who, even if you don't have a business, but you have a job, but you desire to do something different, then you're always going to find that like, that it just feels wrong to do things like that because you're, you're blocking your creativity and you're blocking your, your magic and your chaos by plugging well, into that. Isn't it interesting that the left-hand path, which is what we're talking about with the disruption and the chaos, the, you know, uh, invoking the feminine, that's been deemed demonic. Yeah. The left-hand path, that's satanic, right? So here they are scaring us from looking into, looking into yeah. the left-hand path because it's demonic and satanic. And so this is where the language, this is what makes me think that they chose Satan and, and you know, into a, the church of Satan to, mm. to demonize it even more so that the majority of people will not look into the left-hand path where it is about opposition. It is about resisting the mainstream. It is about going against, you know, what kind of people, <laughs> the typical kind of pattern is. So yeah. they, they did a reverse psychology on us. They took something that actually has validity. Okay. So yeah. I can kind of see how this kind of works with me, but they made it over here and made it all about the lower self and all this other BS. And so it's a dichotomy. It's a paradox. It's a, it's a fallacy. Yeah. And, and so the more that I see and, and research and look at the things that I've been told not to look at, mm. everything makes so much sense. I'm like, wow. Like all I want to do is swim in the darkness in yeah. the feminine, because yeah. what I'm finding what in my explorations, in the chaos, in the messiness is something that I couldn't even put a value on. I couldn't even put a dollar mm. on that. It is so priceless. So this is where, you know, what you're doing with your podcast and your movement, uh, where we are going as a civilization, the more that we can recognize, wow, I'm feeding that egregore. Oh my gosh, I'm feeding that um, beast within me. Mm. And I'm, I'm, I'm segregating myself from the higher self. And I think this is where if we can see that the lower self is necessary, but if we're only in the lower self, then yeah. we, everything we're doing is being led by the egoic voice. And if we bring in the higher self, what we're doing is we're bringing in these two triangles and the two triangles is what I call the illumination of Sophia's yeah. light, or sometimes called the philosopher's stone, but it's an integration so that you feel whole. It's not like the lower self is bad and the higher self is the best. It's mm. no, we want to bring them both together. And so we're not, we can feel whole. We can't, and this goes true, not just with business, you know, even healing your body, you yeah. know, working with someone, you know, if you wanted to lose weight, it's the same thing. You don't need to follow one system. That's mm -hmm. someone else's pattern. What you need to realize, you got to go in the depths and the darkness and the murkiness and the chaos and figure it out yeah. for yourself. Pull it and all apart. It. Yeah. And yeah. that's close for any subject, anything that you're trying to, you know, change in your life. So that brings me to the, 
the initial point that you had talked about with the neutrality, right? Mm. Being neutral. Okay. That's the middle pillar. Mm. Okay. That's the pillar of mildness. So we've got the right-hand path, the left-hand path, and then that middle pillar. And that's where that neutrality comes from. And that comes from purification. That's Mm. the cleansing process. So a lot of times we can we can dance with these three pillars, right? We can, once we find our, we go in the chaos and we figure out our pattern. Okay, now I'm in my own pattern for the right-hand path. And then on, on occasion, I might need to go back to the middle, middle pillar mm. and cleanse again, right? So it's just constant dancing yeah. with these three pillars. I love that about the dance because it's, like you said, it's not too demonize like the lower self the ego self like oh you cannot be in that because obviously as humans we have ego and ego is it does serve to protect us it, that that's that's what it's there for it it's our, it's 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 how we are human but it's about not being in that energy so much that you're just in service to the ego and that everything is all about that and something i was thinking of as, as you was talking it's not just about money and business and everything that where the lower self has been has been put on this pedestal that we need to satiate or feed the beast. I mean, take the porn, we're just going to go deep and disruptive here. Take the porn in, take sex, for example. And you'll know where I'm going with this. It's, you know, sex has been conditioned to, for people to look at the, you know, porn sex as the pinnacle for sex. So it's, it's, you know, it's, it's conditioned men to 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 be a certain way and women to be a certain way but that is again it's just you know when you see these porn sites and people just wanting to like masturbate all the time that is again serving the lower self and the ego self as opposed to the sacred union between two people or with yourself and the same with promoting you know we've got shows in the UK like Love Island which I know you've got in the States and all this stuff like where it's promoting like casual sex and we've all been there done certain things but casual sex is again feeding the beast it's feeding it's so the, funny because the needs of the lower you know, self on the occasion that i watch like a show or something i can like i see who produced it i can see yeah. who 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 put the narrative in here because yeah, yeah. it's like it is about sex sex it's money about or alcohol fame. money yeah. Yeah. all of these lower selves yeah. so the lower self is the physical body the rational mind and the emotions. And if they can get your emotions going up and down, mm. up and down, if they can get your physical body having a, a, a response, if they yeah. can um, affect the way that you think, that's all lower self. So this is, I mean, we are living in a, a time where the dark cultists, they own Hollywood. They own yeah. The, the inter- entertainment industry, the media, the government, all these music, things. So, everything with music. Yeah. So, yeah. so they're going to infuse it all mm. with lower self, lower vibrational energies, which feed that egregore, yeah. whatever yeah. that individual sports egregore, family egregore, work, money. I mean, you just feel there's a million egregores. Yeah. And so then all everyone's ha- is trapped. They're trapped in the lower self and then they're unhappy, right? Yeah. Then they drink too much. They, they cheat or they're, they're just insatiable. They literally keep wanting more of something, thinking that more is going to change the situation, but it's not because you're missing one important key, which is the higher self. Yeah. And that's the, where the higher mind is. That's your spiritual will. That's your intuition. 
And so when that starts to become um, activated, you start to make different decisions. Yeah. And most people are looking for other people to tell them, what should I do? Right. They <laughs> go to these psychics, they go to get a tarot reading. They, they go to ask their friend, they gossip, they, they do all these things trying to find the answer, but the answer is only within you. There's no other, there's nobody else. And so you're going to have to get quiet. So here's the thing. The ego is very loud, but mm. the higher self is very quiet. Yeah. So you have to get quiet. You have yeah. to be silent if you want to tap into the higher self. And I experienced that as well a couple of years ago. Um, I mentioned this in my last interview um, a couple of weeks ago about Dark Night of the Soul that I went through um, in 2020, where it was like a period of five months of just literally purging myself where it actually felt like contractions like I was actually well I was birthing myself it was like an, a rebirth and not physical pain but like spiritual like energetic pain that was just like being purged through me and the final con I call them contractions because these breakdowns are like pure rage and anger and just like screaming into a pillow and everything and just purging whatever shit needed to come out of me but they were getting closer and closer and closer together like contractions and the final one I had I remember just hearing this little voice it was so it's just like this little whisper that's just said all I want to do is write and speak that's all I want to do is write and speak and I was like my ego was like but how am I going to make money if I'm just like doing this <laughs> and everything and I was like fuck you all I want to do is write and speak and just trust that and I remember mentioning it to my dad he's like well how's that going to work for you I was like I don't fucking know but my soul just wants to write and speak and just trust that when I'm honoring my needs, that everything else will fall into place. So obviously here I am back on my YouTube channel and my podcast and just putting my content out there, my voice. I joined one of your um, programs around writing a sacred text. I've got so much, so many books wanting to come through me. I'm like, slow the fuck down guys like only one can come through it <laughs> form an orderly cue kind of thing so like that's like my next project is to obviously get my books out there my sacred text but that was my higher self saying like fuck all the the egoic things like make money and do this and support myself obviously I am a single parent and you know you still have to support yourself but when you think what does my soul want what does my higher self want? You can't come from a place of, but how's that going to work? Because that's like, that's the ego mind. That's the lower self. But how is it going to work? How? That's not magic. Magic is like, do you know what? I had a whim. I'm going to start doing interviews with people who I find highly disruptive, highly interesting, and people that I'm intrigued by. Fuck it. Let's just do some interviews. Did one a couple of weeks ago. I've got one with you. I've got somebody else in my mind that's come to me that I'm going to reach out to. I'm like, Let's just follow where this goes because that is the chaos. That is the feminine energy. And just instead of the whole, I need to do it like this, I need to plan it and strategize. It's just, just let the chaos come through. Follow the, the tug, follow, follow the intuition. The, the urge, yeah. you know? I actually call it, it's the term I call breadcrumbing. So it's like, you know, with the story of Hansel and Gretel where they drop the little breadcrumbs and they just follow it. And I just call it breadcrumbing. So an idea will come to me or somebody will come into my mind or something will show up on social media. I'm like, or something will happen in my life. I'm like, okay, let's just follow this little breadcrumb. And I don't need to rationalize well, yeah. what, what, what's going to happen with this. Where's it going to leave? It's like, 
this person's name popped into my mind. Okay, let's just follow that. Or this has just popped into my mind, this idea. Okay, let's just, let's just like, just follow the breadcrumbs and see where it takes you without having the roadmap yeah. that so many of us- And the stronger you, your ego has over you, the harder it's going to be to yes. do that. That's why you gotta get quiet. You gotta yeah. say, ego, quiet yeah. yourself. Yeah. Get quiet. And most people won't do it. They won't even spend no. five minutes to be quiet. Yeah. And that's why, I mean, I'm not one for meditating. I've had like mentors and friends say to me, you need to meditate. I was like, I don't want to. It's like my meditation is like going for a walk or, or being in the shower or something like that's that. Being don't quiet. To... Yeah. Yeah. Or sitting there, not sitting there like mm. or whatever, but I mean, yeah, there's practical me. meditation, like riding yeah. a bike and, you know, yeah. being quiet, you know, and, and I think you don't have to just turn off your mind but you can observe the thoughts of the mind. Mm. And I think that's, I think Eckhart Tolle, that's his whole shtick with yes. power of now. So. It's yeah. Observing your thoughts, observing the ego, right? If you're yes. like going like this, then just observe it yeah. instead of letting it control you. Yeah. And I think that's where, because the, the ego has got such a bad rap, like especially in like spiritual communities, but it's not a bad thing to have ego. Like, we're human it's part of being human but it's it's almost like working with it where it doesn't have to be so loud where it doesn't have to be fearful of not having something where you can just tell it to take a chill pill and just like let's just see how it goes and just jump into a car and just drive and see where where it takes us we don't need to have the destination in mind because life life is meant to be a journey it's meant to be that journey where, but when the ego is controlling us and it's like, do this and get focused on this, you just become so disconnected. And then people wonder why they're so unhappy, why they're stuck in shit relationships or they're stuck in a shit job or why they've got all the money in the bank, but they're still not happy or they're drinking too much or cheating on the partners or whatever it is. Like, why, why are you doing that? It's just, again, it's the lower self when you're disconnected from that higher mind. Yep. Absolutely. I, I, I love chatting about all this and like, <laughs> especially like some of you mentioned before about the whole, the dark occultists and the dark magicians, like this is where you've referenced before, like the dark priests. And I remember saying to you, I just had a vision that popped into my mind when you mentioned that in one of your posts about the um, squid game TV series on Netflix, where for anyone who's not seen it, there's a scene where the, that they're in a game. They're in a game for the amusement of these rich fuckers who want mm. to see people get murdered and abuse each other. Like it's proper, obviously it's satanic as fuck anyway. But there's these rich people sat behind this screen and they've got their masks on and they've got like, it's luxurious. Like they'll have paid millions, if not billions to be there to watch these people kill each other. And, and that always reminds me of like the dark priests. Like these are the people behind the scenes. It's not the government. It's not the leaders and all this other kind. So they're just the puppets. It's the people behind the scenes, behind these people, behind the people who are behind these people are just running what you say is like occult knowledge that has been hidden because occult means hidden, hidden. doesn't it? Yeah. So it's knowledge that has been hidden from the masses. 
that we can use to and that has been deemed scary scary so we don't ever want to look into it you yeah. know and so this is the problem and that's why i've really that's why i launched the great rebirth series i was yeah. like i and it, it, there's a lot of books even out of print you know they're like thousands of dollars it's like okay what are in these grimoires mm. you know and so you know, I, I feel very strongly about, you know, getting that information out, right? I can, a lot of times I can find the PDF, but I don't like reading on PDF. So I'm thinking of, you know, maybe I'm going to have people do audiobooks and launch yeah. something where you, they would have access to these, yeah. these texts. Because the thing about also about these, you know, ancient wisdom teachings, the ancient knowledge, all of that stuff is you cannot be in your ego when you're reading it because it won't make sense. So it's something that you're going to have to gradually grow into um, learning how to read that word. It's kind of like reading like the Bible. Like it's yeah. like, if you don't get it, you don't get it. You'll take it literally, but there's a lot of esoteric knowledge in things like the Bible and yeah. these, you know, the Nagmati and all these other stuff, but you, you won't be able to understand the esoteric teaching if you don't actually access your higher self. Yeah. So this is where we get into like, well, can you just tell me what it is? Like, but you're not going to get it anyway. So you're going to have to first do the lower, the, the work to lower the voice of the ego. Yeah. You're going to have to get quiet. And then over time, things are going to start making a lot more sense to you as you start to dive into the subject matter. So just saying like money's fake. Like I used to say that all the time and people are like, what are you, what are you talking? Mm. Like you're crazy. And I'm like, Oh, okay. It's too much, too fast. You're, yeah. you're still, that's exoteric, right? Money is like a literal thing to these people, but it's like, oh, like I have to go back. I have to, I have to now back up. So that's where the inner temple magic Academy yeah. and the, and the great rebirth and all of these different things that I'm launching. It's like, I, I want to get people prepared to be able to understand the esoteric teachings that are everywhere, mm. right? Even in the mainstream stuff, like I don't even see the shows in the same way. I can see all the magic yes. that has been plugged, the, the yeah, yeah. red thread of magic yeah. that is in it. And it's interesting to me, even symbols. I'm like, oh, like dissecting symbols as I'm walking around a new mm. town and like just taking it all in. I'm like, and, and then writing it down or researching it. It's like, because I want to know what it means. Mm. I don't want to just take like, that's a very beautiful building. I want to know who built it. Why is it here? Why does it stand out like a sore thumb? Who yeah. owns it? Yeah. I want to get the backstory. And yeah. so that has been such a huge driving force to maintain my connection with the higher self is doing that research, doing the, 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 the nitty, roll up your sleeves, mm. get a little dirty. It's going to be difficult to maybe dissect, but the longer you do that and become your own spiritual detective, yeah. the, like, the more exciting it is. I feel like this is what makes like, to me, like uh, earth is more than a school. It's a place to, um, you know, I feel like we are the angels of mm. this realm of the physical realm. And so when we start yeah. to realize that we are the angels of the realm, yes. we are making this this realm what it is instead of just idolizing you know the things that are unseen that we think you know heaven or we're, we're mm. that there's all these other spiritual beings that are above us instead seeing ourselves as angels i'm not really into luciferianism where it's like you are a god i don't really no. buy into that dogma but i do see that we are angels here and 
ironically, my name is Angel. Yeah, Maybe that, there's a <laughs> message there, but um, this is the be- this to me makes this world so beautiful, knowing that I am the creator of my own reality and a co-creator with the collective consciousness yes. of this reality. Well, that's it. We are the universe who is is existing through us and having a human experience. We are the universe, so we get to create whatever we want to create and like coming from a I'm gonna laugh because coming from like a a Virgo stellium with lots of earth energy and obviously Angel I know you appreciate that of being like a a double Virgo with your your rising sign and your moon I've got a Virgo sun Virgo Jupiter Virgo Saturn and a Capricorn moon so I've got quite a lot of uh, earth energy so for us earthy earthy types you know, we want grounded information and it's very hard to plug into the idea of magic. It's like you want to see the evidence, don't you? But the whole point of magic is that you don't have to see it to believe it. You have to believe it to, to see, see it. it. And, and magic is everywhere. So like we are the universe and we can create whatever life we want to create. And we don't have to plug into systems and we don't have to follow the rules or follow whatever has been given to us. We get to create stuff. And I, um, last year I was looking on Twitter at my, my daughter's school's Twitter account and a class, a couple of classes above her, I think it was like, we must've been aged like eight or nine or something, maybe nine or 10. And they'd, they'd done like, they had to do a, a timeline of humans of like, our life our lifespan and I remember seeing it I was like oh my god that's really fucking depressing because they I mean their little drawings are great but they say like we're born and then you like you learn to to crawl and then walk and then talk and then you go to like kindergarten and then you start school and then you what is it then you start drinking some of them had that in that then you get I know you go to university you start drinking you get married you get a job have children retire travel die I was like that is really fucking depressing like that is what is being conditioned to kids I'm like and people wonder why they're miserable and wonder why like like people are so disconnected from their higher self and their truth because this is the kind of shit that's being peddled that you have to live this life and you know, you have to go and get a job. You have to go to school and you have to do all of this. You don't have to do any of that. Really, it's like, what makes you happy for some? Yeah, that could be living in an ashram somewhere. For others, it could be being a parent. For others, no, like there's so much stigma around being a parent as well, especially for women. If you don't have a child, what's wrong with you? Why, why didn't you want a child? Or stuff like that. It's like, but why are we conditioned to be like that there's no there's no one size fits all for everybody but we are the universe we are the creators and we can just create whatever fuck we want to create that's we're that's the pattern the makers it. make the pattern that you yeah. want you know i was a clothing designer as my first business and like you know draping on my dress form and just letting the pins pin where they will until mm. i had you know sculpted something that yeah. was pleasing to me Mm. and I think we have been that part has been extracted where we don't know what what we even like we see someone else go oh well I like that yeah but that's still somebody else's pattern so what is it going to take to actually be like 
I like a lot of things and I'm going to play until it feels like it really is mine. Yeah. That's the beauty of life. I feel very blessed to be at the stage of my own spiritual growth as a triple earth sign. It took a heck of a long time to get here. I feel grateful that I I have a lot of younger. My um, Virgo can relate. And a lot of older students. And I look at the younger ones and I'm like, gosh, I wish I was like you, like, you know, taking classes, like from someone like me at that age, because I most definitely was not. And so, you know, I wish everybody who is listening to this, uh, this podcast today on your YouTube channel, wherever they're watching it, that it's, it's percolating, right? This video, this interview didn't find you on accident. Mm. oh you didn't find chills accident your soul is saying watch this listen Mm. intently listen to it again listen to it three times on a walk with your dog or whatever and let it seep into your consciousness Mm. and then see where that takes you I love that because that's the whole that's the whole I suppose the heart and the soul around disruptive consciousness is it's disrupting you at the root of the psyche, which is really scary for people and really triggering. And there's so much stigma around being triggered, like, oh, you can't trigger people. I trigger people. That is my job. That is what I'm here to do. I'm here to disrupt people. I'm a massive fucking catalyst for people. And I will tear your life down if I have to. That that is what I do because I don't believe at staying at surface level and I don't believe in illusion. I want truth and I want expansion and I want freedom. And if that means that somebody has to trigger me with information, like you're buying into money or you're not seeing bullshit, like I will go there because I know that I need to uncover stuff that what we've been programmed to believe or what we've been sold is not, not always the truth. And with kids as well, you, you can say to a child, don't touch that. I'm going to touch it. Well, I asked you not to touch it, but why? Why? I need to touch it to understand that that hob, that pan is hot and that when it's hot, it burns. So I won't do it again, but you have to do stuff. So when we're being told, don't look at the dark side, 666 is bad. 666 has been following me so much recently, but it's the divine feminine number, isn't it? It's the number of the divine feminine that we're being conditioned to believe, oh, it's satanic and it's the devil. It's not. So when we're being told, don't look at that, don't believe that, don't read that, why? What don't you want me to know? And I think that's where people have to come into their own and stop just buying whatever is being sold to us. And I think that has been the blessing of like the whole shitstorm of 2020 and COVID and everything that people have started to ask, well, actually, I don't buy that. Like, what? Like, who are you telling me what to do and how to live my life? And that has really started to get people to think differently which is the whole point of disruptive consciousness is to think differently and to disrupt yourself and disrupt your psyche so that you can expand your consciousness and create more freedom and more expansion in your life because you're not just believing whatever whatever's been sold to you or even like going to like the shadow energy like one of my passions is the multi-dimensional shadow that we carry the pattern and frequency of a shadow karma whatever you want to call it into this lifetime so just because you've had a shit life just because you were abused as a kid or lost a parent as a child or 
experienced like poverty or whatever it is your story is that is not your truth it's not but it's how it's but we get to grow from that and that's the whole point of disrupting your consciousness like just because you've got this story doesn't mean to say that it's your truth so you get to expand the map like okay this pattern's happened so we've reincarnated again to understand it better and to free ourselves from whatever pattern has, has been running in our system and that's the whole point of, of disrupting your consciousness is to to disrupt whatever is running in your system so that you can create expansion i'm very passionate about it obviously yeah baby <laughs> i love it i love your movement i love our chats yeah. i'm so grateful to have you know, you and amazing kismet clients in my life. And I, I'm really thankful for this opportunity to be um, speaking to you and your, and your audience. It just got excited then and my microphone dropped on the floor. So <laughs> that's why there's like a glitch. Drop the, the mic. There. Yeah, exactly. Drop the fucking mic. That was, it literally dropped off. It did have a little stand, but my daughter was playing with it and now she's lost it. So I just have to lay it on my laptop. And obviously the excitement then, it literally just dropped the mic so I have some funny funny spirit guys with me who just like to joke with shit like that so yeah but thank you I've, I've absolutely loved this angel and obviously if anyone's wanting to connect further with angel um her website is sacredanarchy.org her movement is sacred anarchy about being sovereign to yourself I'm part of her great rebirth series which is so enlightening about all things around a cult and just not just Satan, but the occult and like just rebirthing ourselves through truth. So again, I'll share the links for that as well below. And Angel's launching Inner Temple Magic later on this year in the fall, autumn, mm -hmm. for the English peeps. Um, so obviously I'll, I'll link those details as well. But yeah, you can connect with her on Instagram, Sacred Anarchy, on Facebook, Angel Quintana. And I've just, I just love like you've been such a good mentor for me as well. I've worked with other people before who were so rooted in that whole shadow self and the lower self and doing things like the strategic way. So like you've been an absolute breath of fresh air for me anyway. With And obviously we connect to like Virgo energy and like twin souls with our astrological totally. and everything. So yeah, so you've, yeah, I love it. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me, girl. It's been an absolute joy. Thank you. And obviously, this is disruptive consciousness, where freedom is the revolution and disruption is the currency. Thank you. You have been listening to Disruptive Consciousness with Leanne Juliet. Thanks for your time today. Disruptive Consciousness is a pioneering movement in service to seekers of freedom, truth, and self-evolution. If disruptive consciousness speaks to you deeply within, then please check out the Mystery School at disruptiveconsciousness.com where you can find a multitude of ways to connect further with Leanne Juliet through cosmic containers, classes, webinars, courses, one-to-one -one opportunities and much more. There is also the opportunity to join the Mystery School for free with some bonus content for new students. Disruptive Consciousness is also on YouTube. Please see the links in the show notes to subscribe to the channel and join the community. For more details about Leanne Juliet and her work, visit leannejuliet.com. Disruptive consciousness, where truth is medicine, freedom is the revolution, and disruption is the currency.